podcast one production. Created for expectant parents, new mums, new grandparents, or women thinking about becoming pregnant. This series guides you through the highs and lows of pregnancy, giving birth, and the complexities of parenting. Welcome to Birth, Baby and Beyond with midwife Kath Curtin. Midwife Kath and um, Dr. Sue Hiscock. Good morning. Hello. All right, Kath, you said you wanted to talk about contraception. We talk about options for contraception because a lot of women know about the mini pill, but there's some really great options now, Sue. Mm-hmm. But the mini pill's not, you know, got its problems as oh, well. It does. And that's yeah. why I think we've got some great options too. I do remember that one of the times that we all got together and spoke, you said that how many times you'd taken a whiteboard out to dinner to explain oh to people God. about contraception. So you would think that... Ovulation, oh, for a start. I, I saw a patient who was in her late 40s last week who said to me, she thinks she might have a baby now. Great. Do, but I didn't know, didn't know that in her late 40s... She's got 5% chance. She's got less than 5% chance of having a baby, probably a 1% chance. A t- and didn't know there was only one day a month that she was actually fertile. Not to be funny, but this is probably not such a rare thing. Is no, it's it, common. Mm. How is it that we get through our schooling, biology? Because they're boring lessons. They don't teach, they don't teach about this. And also... Because uh, you're not supposed to have sex till you're married. Oh, I think and we're then over. it doesn't matter. <laughs> Gee, I mean, Brooke, come, God, come on, Brooke. God. Your game. Hope you Sorry. haven't had sex, Brooke. Oh, God, Goodness no. gracious. And it's also, you know, such a, you know, a fear thing about getting pregnant, isn't it, where it's so mm. hard that we've talked about how... You think it's easy. You think it's easy. I mean, you, you joke it. about, you know, 15-year-old girls that walk past a man in a bar and get pregnant and, and you get <laughs> people who've been married for years and been trying to have pregnant and they sit there and think, why, why can't I get pregnant? Mm. A lot of the time they just don't know when they're fertile. Mm. On the flip side of this, mm-hmm. so conversely, is the, the idea that people who have had children or who are breastfeeding think that they can't get pregnant. Correct. And then, then they come in and, they, and they're, they're pregnant. screaming at you both going, what happened? Yeah, and you had sex. A mummy loves a daddy. These things happen. Special hug. <laughs> <laughs> and also, some, uh, I've had a lot of women ring up and say, I've had this terrible virus for a while, <gasps> especially women who've been on IVF only and had IVF babies and then especially, they've got a, yeah. got a, um, a, a, a virus. virus. I think, how bad doing a pregnancy test? They said, well, I don't need a pregnancy test because I can't, get pregnant. I can't be pregnant. I need so, an IVF. Have you had special hugs? Yep. <laughs> pregnant. Can't tell you how no, many. I think, yeah, and I, especially if the um, IVF was for unexplained infertility, I reckon what happens is that it's like have, the having a baby com- does a computer reboot. And so you end up with women who five months later are coming into my office going, oh, my God, I'm pregnant. And also after, which we've talked about many times, you're tired, yeah. you, you know, you just you don't do count. The, you don't think about am I going to, yep. uh, well, we'll just have sex once, it'll, it'll, it'll be, be fine. Okay. Apparently but once bingo. doesn't matter. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Yeah. I only had it once. Yeah, yeah only had it once. And that's all you boom. need. Um, so so breast, breastfeeding <laughs> de- delays your return to fertility, but it doesn't stop it. We think we've talked about this before. Okay, so we're going to go through all the different options yeah. and you're yes. going to tell me the pros and the cons. Okay. okay. Well, the first, the first thing is... Um, feign death, which is 100% <laughs> successful. Contraception. Absolutely. It's a contraception. Yep. Okay. Um, 
the second alternative is is the mini pill. Now, the mini pill is a progesterone-only pill. That's why they call it mini. Um, so it, instead of the normal pills, estrogen and progesterone, the mini pill is just progesterone. Now, the problems with the, that, you can have it while you're breastfeeding. You can take it, you have to take a pill every day as long as you breastfeed. Um, and the problem is is that it's very restricted. There's a three-hour window. So if you pick 9am, you've got to take the tablet between 9 and 12 every day and you can't be late with one and it takes seven days to kick in and if you miss one, it takes another seven days. Well, so it's brittle. And, and given the fact that what you're saying, everyone's so exhausted and they're tired and there's the whole... You, come, what are the chances you're going to be able to keep that... Oh, yeah, but then you, you see, I guess the issue is if, you, if you're if you forgetting to take the pill, you're probably forgetting to have sex. Okay, that's fair enough. Okay. So, but you so only need to do it once. To a point, you only need <laughs> once. So that's the, that's the good thing about the mini pill is you can have it while you're breastfeeding. It is a pill every day, um, but it's the, it's that brittleness of it that can be annoying for some people. Okay. So most people end up stopping it. Condoms work except you've got your Sahara Desert thing happening and so you need lots and lots of lubrication. The lube that work with the, with the condoms aren't the greatest uh, lubes in the world and so for most people they lose interest and they What's start feigning death again. Um, <laughs> What's your um, uh, grocery list have? What oil is it? Uh, Crisco. A Crisco <laughs> vegetable. But I don't think you can use Crisco vegetable with the, with the, condoms. With the condoms. Do they... Um, there are uh, certain there's certain oils you really? can use with them and and others that you can't. can't. Oh. All right, so uh, okay, so the mini then, pill, so the condom, pill, and then the condoms, condoms, um, the withdrawal, withdrawal. Well, you, no, withdrawal. You might as well have a baby. I know, but um, let me tell you, so many people play Russian roulette. I know. I'm, I remember. I ask women, this, and they do. I'm like, I'm not. being careful. This is the word for I'm being really careful. Well, what people don't understand is before men ejaculate, they they like sweat a drop or two of semen uh, fluid at the tip of their penis, and those little buggers, those get, little buggers, they they, get they are there, and in that little they drop swim. of fluid is sperm. And so all you're doing is reducing the numbers by withdrawing. And some some men are bad aimers. Come on, see how they try and aim at a <laughs> toilet. Um, the so it's not a plus it's not nice. The stats the stats are start, such that it's not that much better than no contraception whatsoever. Okay, wow. so that's really let, let's be honest, it's really not an option. Like it's not a safe no, option. It's too people. dangerous well, if you don't want to have a baby. If 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 we're un, as uneducated as as we're saying, then then but that happens a lot. Just say it straight up, ladies. It's yeah. not, don't do it. Don't it do work. it. it no, but work. people say people say, oh, but I've had it. I've done it for three years and we haven't had a problem. I said, what it means is you've been lucky yes. for three years that you haven't got pregnant yet. So so one hundred percent. So I, mm. I say exactly the same thing. Now the marina. Um, Marina is really good for women who are thinking they're done, but or want a g- fair gap between kids. Um, it's a an IUD, a small plasticky little contraceptive device that's it's about sort of four millimetres thick, so it's really quite narrow, and you can slide it through your cervix and it sits, I mean, not you, me, um, slides it through your cervix and it sits in place inside the uterus and it can stay there for up to five years. And it's. I think it's a brilliant contraception for women who... Who you know? If you're running around like a crazy woman with kids, the last thing you want to do is remember to take a pill, um, and so you won't. So 
that's brilliant because it does two things. One is it, it it's an instant contraception. It sets and forgets um, and it can stay there for five years. And if after two years you think, oh, I think I might have another one, well, then you can just, you know, get your And it also and decreases out. your bleeding too. bleeding as well. That's so that's, the other that's another benefit. The other thing with the marina, don't ever be put off by the box. The box is about five metres long. Yeah, I tell people bring a big handbag when they go to the chemist <laughs> right. and they wonder until they get I the know. box. And they come in, they go... Is it this big? And it's like, no, it's just packaging. <laughs> See that tiny little drawing on the side of the yeah, box? That's, that's what, what it is. is. Yeah. Um, Why and is it in so much packaging? Oh, because if Sorry. you... You need an applicator. You need a, like an applicator to slide it through the vagina. I keep thinking of something the, like a veterinarian would use while impregnating a horse. Like, uh, no, 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 you don't put your arm It's like a pap smear. You know, if you're having a pap smear, um, then the length of the the length of the stick to put to, to wipe the cervix for the pap smear. You yes. need that plus a little bit more. Right. And it needs to all be sterile so that to, you minimise the risk of infection when you put it in. Um, 20% of women will not have a period within a year of putting it in and 50% of women um, will not have a period within five years of it in. The downside with it is the breaking in period. It can take two to seven cycles before yeah. your spotting stops, so there's sort of spotting ongoing and people get frustrated with that. But and if you can cope with that, it's brilliant. What about cramping and pain? I've heard people who got them and they've just they had a bit of cramping, they had a bit of pain. But well, that the, won't kill you. The cramping, it's like a period cramp yeah. for, the, for either the 10 minutes while it's going in mm. or the half day until you go home and get on with your life. Um, and some women have to have it in under GA if they've yes. had a Caesar. Yes. Yeah, or they maybe or they have the vag- vaginismus or yes. they're just afraid of it. Right. And uh, other women, I can do it in the rooms. Yeah. Unbelievable. All right, so that's a that's a good option. That's a good, it's a sturdy, good, it's reliable. It's a really good option. And um, you, you, what you do is you get, afterwards you get all your tampons, all your pads, you wrap them up in birthday or Christmas paper and you give them to your neighbour, <laughs> which what I because did. Once and my neighbour thought she was getting a great present and I'm like, happy Christmas, they're yeah. all yours. When when it settles down, your bleeding is so minim- much less minimal. I see people at five years to swap over um, and they, uh, you know, get a, peer, a smear every couple of months. No, it's really great. Mm. There are 5% of women it doesn't work, in which case you just take it out. If you were going to have a child in a year or 18 months, I probably would think that maybe that wasn't a, the best option uh, because of the breaking in spotting while it's bedding in. What about um, if you have a pill, Kath? You know, some people say they've been on the pill for a long time and then they get off the pill and they have trouble having children. Is that something that... They would have had trouble beforehand. Yeah, it's got nothing to do with it. Yeah. Plus also about the marina, guys, you're not going to feel it. Like tickets on your side. I've had a couple oh. that did the first few weeks. Oh, for God's um, sake. No, because it, when the strings are... Um, no when strings, the strings attached. <laughs> no, there are strings <laughs> yeah, attached. That's right. uh, when, the, when the strings are first in, it's like fishing wire and it's a bit stiffer. Yeah. And then after a couple of weeks, the vaginal secretions kind of soften it and it curls around and you can't feel it. So I've had a couple of sort of early complaints <laughs> from from um, guys and the and the women then said, but then they haven't complained about it for a couple they, of weeks. Because they can have just, sex constantly. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> That's right. And, and they don't have to take one for the team. That's right. <laughs> which is the vasectomy. That's right. And um, they don't have, and well, vasectomy is another. And, that's, and it's a perfect option yeah. for people who are absolutely, det- absolutely convinced they're done with their child rearing um, and uh, the men will volunteer. Now, there is man pain involved, which yeah. which is a complication for women. And that's when they have a very, very pronounced walk with one leg yeah. um, about John five, walk. five feet away from the other and they throw one leg in front of the other and, c- complain. and they hold their balls. Why, why, yeah. why is this? What's, 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 oh, because it's a little Because little it's man cut. pain. Yeah. It's, it's man- a two-centimetre cut. <laughs> 
In their scrotum? In this vertically in their scrotum between the two testes. Okay, and then how long does it take to heal? Quickly. Well, five days maybe. Yeah. Oh, give me a break. <laughs> no, but there is, you know, they've had an operation, you know. I mean, oh. women have had, you know, two, three children, uh, but but and this is an operation. And it takes about up to six months from the time you make the decision to have the vasectomy, book the appointment, book the schedule, and then you have three months delay after you have the vasectomy because you then have to get a sperm count to confirm that it worked. That it worked. Okay, so it's about what did you say about three months? I, I reckon it, it takes th- usually around three months, and then the a partner, certain amount of um, emissions. Isn't yeah, it? it's like twelve or twenty emissions or something. And so I kind of counted roughly three months. And yes. most people say go and have it do a sperm ke- check in three months' time, and if it says zero sperm, then you're done. I've also heard that you can get that reversed. Yeah, not easily. No, okay. it's quite expensive. Medicare rebates have stopped on yep. it. Yeah, so you don't get anything back from Medicare for any of the cost of that mm. and it's only 70% effective. I suspect if you added up the costs of one with the other, IVF would probably be easier because then they could take samples of the sperm um, directly and then insert them. Mm. Fantastic. Mm. Less and sexy but, uh, Then there's um, Implement. Implanon is a in your arm. rod. Yeah, it's a rod that can go in your arm. Um, it's, a, again, a progesterone rod. It's similar to the Mirena. Um, it can be removed, inserted in the GP's office, removed most of the time in the GP's office. Um, I'm not mm. the greatest fan no, of it. No, I'm not either. Um, Why? Well, yeah, most of the people spotting. get, get yeah. spotting. Yeah. See, what happens is that, that in my experience, probably three quarters of them get love it for about a year yeah, or 15 months and because they stop getting periods and it's just fabulous. But I get a lot of people remembering I've got a small... Um, gr- the subgroup of people I see are the ones who come to see me who have problems. Yes. So the ones I see who have problems tell me that they start getting spotting and they spot every day until it's removed. Wow. Um, okay. And I've seen people who've had no problems with it and love it. Okay. So it's a, I think it's a limited market. J- just like with the Marina, there's a small group of people who just, you know, it doesn't work for and we try something else. We're all individual. Yeah, 100%. So how long does the implanol stay in your arm for? To get sick of it. Can be five years? No, I think it's three. I think it's three. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. I've not seen anyone. I've seen a couple of people who've had a couple in and swapped over and they, you, you put it in the, you know, put in your left arm and then three years later swap it over into your right and then go back again. But um, okay. I've not seen a lot. All right. Well, so that's... overall, um, would we say that the marina is really good? It's a good long-term one. Yeah. It's good, especially if you're busy. You know, you just can't, you, you don't have to think about as well as everything else you have to think about, you have to think about contraception. Mm. You know, it's, it's hard taking a pill every day. It's just a set and forget. Um, and I think that for women who are, have got a space between their kids or who think they're done, it's perfect. Because once you take it out, then they can try again for another baby. That How day. soon after? Oh, that, that day. day. No, yeah. really? Yeah, they get fertile. Their fertility, they're cycling normally. So their ovaries don't change? Yep, and the body of the lining of the uterus is thinned um, and so it just literally stops implantation. That's amazing. So you just pull the Mirena out and you return. I'd probably wait uh, till you've had a proper period because then the lining inside the uterus will thicken up again properly mm-hmm. and so you'd have a better chance of a pregnancy. But um, It's also lots. good for 40-year-olds, um, menopausal, yep. that sort of time. Oh, perimenopausal, yeah. it's brilliant. Absolutely because 40, brilliant. when you're 40, things start to go down. Yeah, you have to bit. buy your first set of tweezers. <laughs> um, 
First. <laughs> Ginny Ginger. Oh, is it what you're your mum? Your mum used to you be. You turned just... 40. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. turned 40 by a set of tweezers. Oh, um, God, I have to confess, is... I'm not 40 yet, but I've, I've got a set of You've tweezers. You've got your tweezers? In your car? Um, no. In the car? So the traffic the sun, lights. Yeah, the traffic, traffic lights. lights. <laughs> um, the, there are... The periods generally get heavier and they can get a bit more erratic. And so I get I see a lot of women who are, whose periods have been fine for years and then in their 40s they get heavier. I've had someone describe it as a te- Texas Chainsaw Massacre every month. <gasps> yeah. No. yeah. Um, and Mirenas are perfect for these yeah. women. Okay, so it's it's got dual purpose. It's yeah, fabulous. It has, and when it really people does. as people go through menopause in the kind of late forties, early fifties, their periods can get really heavy and really erratic. Yeah. And you can literally I've seen people who have a change of clothing with them all the time who will sit in meetings and be unable to get up from their chair because they're sitting in a puddle of blood, um, who've had to um, go home from work because cool. they yeah. were flooding. Or call their who, PA and who, say, wear, who would wear maternity pads and. to bed at night and put a towel in their bed with a plastic underneath so that they don't flood. And this is erratic stuff. It's just cruel. I can't wait for it, guys. I'm really looking forward to that. Um, <laughs> so, well, but, 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 so you could use this. And, and the, the Myrene is fabulous for this as well. Does it also med- like moderate your hormones during that period? No. No. no it, just it, doesn't, no. it doesn't affect you systemically, just locally. Works well. So the other thing I think is is that during their forties, women get more a bit more PMS. That seems yeah. to be a bit more and erratic. So it's like when you when you're pregnant, you seem to have this constant PMS thing. You get this PMS that it, that worsens during your forties as well. Well, Great. when you're forty, Brooke will have a big party. We'll bring the marina and <laughs> and I'll give you a set of tweezers. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, girls, looking after me. Look, how, how soon after you have a baby could you, if you were interested in, in the marina or something like that, how soon could you actually have that done after six weeks? Okay, so it's pretty good. Yeah, and then I mean the normal pill's fine if you're not breastfeeding, um, and that's that's a good option. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, you have to remember to take it every day. But at least if you've got the normal oral, oral contraceptive pill, you can be a bit slacker with it. Mm. And you don't, have, you don't have this three, wet, three, three hours, hours yeah. three hours, three hours. Mini pill, put an alarm on your phone, wake I up. I said that. And then one of my and... patients said, I did that. The alarm would go off and I'd say, great, got to take the pill, turn the alarm off and forget. <laughs> <laughs> I always say put it next to your toothbrush. Yeah, but you still avoid the tooth, you know. Oh, I know. I wouldn't think. I, I just it's don't hard. think the pill's... I have one other question. Isn't there a new form of male contraception out or are they testing it? They keep testing it. The problem is you have to assume that the men are motivated to use it. Yeah, but they're the ones that don't fall pregnant. and Correct. Mm. And I think as women, much and all it's a two-way street, ultimately you've got to protect yourself. Yeah. And I think that's the benefit. Not, you're not taking one for the team, you're protecting yourself. Mm. And I think that that's the way you should look at it and say, if you don't want to get pregnant, make sure that you are looking after yourself. Absolutely right on. Mm. Good on, Sue. Mm. Anything else about contraception? I'm really glad that you both bring this information. Abstinence. Uh, Did we talk I've about told you feigning death. I've feigning death. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a new, it's a new contraception. It's a new contraception. <laughs> Works really well. We'll have to market that. Um, <laughs> let me see there. Uh, there's Devopravira. Oh, yeah, that's it's a, it's it's an injection still yeah, around. Yeah, it's in, still around. Uh, de- it's an injection that of a like a progesterone similar to the Mirena, uh, that you go to your GP and have an injection once every 12 weeks. Um, and for some women who really struggle to remember to do anything that works well, there's a, a form of contraceptive pill called a Nuvaring, 
which is a pessary, a little soft circular pessary that you pop inside your vagina like a tampon. Right. And it sits there in place for three weeks. So if you love the pill but keep forgetting to take it, you just put it in for put this ring in and then three weeks later you get a reminder to pull it out. You pull it out, get a period, then put a new one in. Uh, what about the diaphragm? Did anyone use that anymore? No. Nah. I think there's probably, from what I understand, there's only probably one place in Melbourne that you can actually get one fitted because it has to be fitted. Yeah. Uh, and when women have had babies, it have to be refitted. Like and in Sex in the City. Remember Carrie got her stuck? And um, <laughs> I don't, but I'm, keep going. Uh, someone had, uh, which one? Oh. I think it was, was it Charlotte? Samantha. No, no. Oh, yeah, it was Samantha. Samantha um, helped her get it out. It would be Samantha. Yeah. What yeah. do you think? I, don't, I have no idea. I don't know. Oh, but, it would, no, but it's, that's, it's something that, that was happen. at those stages, that's all people could have. Yeah. You know, there wasn't anything else available. Yeah. Um, so my understanding is that there's probably only, the last time I heard, one place in Melbourne that will fit it if really? you really want it. Wow. And the, there was, it was difficult getting the, you need to also use it with Spermis- a spermicide. Yeah, right. And it was complicated and difficult getting the spermicide. I think there's, there's things available maybe online from America, maybe. Yeah. Do you know what I think is in, like? It's, it's always it's funny. Is um, they talk about the rise of um, in STDs and things like that um, in younger groups of people. I don't know what they are. Apparently, they're also mm. in older groups of people. But contraception, like the like the pill, it doesn't like it stops you from getting you. pregnant, but it doesn't. People, I don't know. They don't seem to marry the two. That you know, they're separate things. Yeah, they are. But they they think I don't want to get pregnant. I'll go on the pill. And because I'm on the pill, because I'm on the pill, I won't get pregnant. But they don't think about STIs. I mean, I've, I've, I see women with gonorrhea, uh, women with. Uh, I have, thank God, I haven't seen anyone with syphilis, um, but it is on the rise. Mm. Yeah, um, genital herpes, genital yeah. warts on the rise, and condoms will not protect you from those genital herpes or genital warts. The, interestingly, the Gardasil vaccination is a great vaccina- vaccination, but will, will protect you from genital warts. So where do you get that from? Uh, at school when you're... Year 10, is it? Year, 10 or 11? I think, I think it's when they're 11 years old. It, they started it in 15-year-old girls and then they realised they, they had to not be sexually active yes. and so that was actually a little bit optimistic and so they've they're now taken it back down to, to 11. 11 year olds. And I, my understanding is that, that the boys can get it I as well know. routinely. Yeah. I don't think they've discriminated. Yeah. I'm not, that I'm not 100% sure of. There is a new nine... 9 HPV virus thing that's just in the process of being brought out now. That'll mm. make a huge difference. The stats I read was that um, before the Gardasil vaccination, something like 22.4-ish mm. percent of, of people in their 20s carried one of the HPV viruses mm. and now it's down to one point something, less wow. than 2% anyway. That's incredible. Which yeah. so that the vaccination is going to single Australian I think, knock out, yeah. knock out um, cervical cancer. Yeah, yeah, which is fantastic. fantastic. Well, that's good news. Yeah, that's is. great news. It is great news. No, it's fantastic. Yeah, really great. Well, sorry, I took us on a little detour there, but we, that's okay. we, we are talking. about It was interesting. It's good to know all that stuff. Mm. Um, but contraception. So we we think I don't know each to their own, but um, definitely don't do the. Withdrawal method. <laughs> well, no, no, listen, not unless you want to have more children. Yeah, no. And, and the other thing with this, we're talking about with IVF is, is it's really important that when people have had IVF, unless the IVF was because they don't have tubes and so they physically can't get pregnant, then don't trust that they won't get pregnant. Absolutely. 
that's the... If- How many times have you seen it? Oh, heaps. Yeah, heaps. I had one lady who said, I took five years to get, you know, five years of yep. infertility. I've got nine frozen eggs. I've had one baby from a frozen egg and now I'm pregnant five months later and I've still got, you know, eight frozen eggs left. <laughs> the Von Trapps. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Which is exciting but shocking for them. They just don't... They don't think shocked. it's going to happen. Be vigilant, yeah. ladies. Be vigilant. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Vigilant. It's yeah. always a pleasure, Kath and Dr. Sue Hiscock. You're like my favourite team. <laughs> oh, my you favourite. Say that. <laughs> favourite. She says it to everybody. For, yeah, okay. <laughs> this has been Birth, Baby and Beyond with midwife Kath Curtin. Birth, Baby and Beyond is recorded in the studios of Podcast One Melbourne, Australia. Executive producer is Brooke Carrigan. Audio production by Darcy Thompson and music by Matt Nikolich. For more episodes, head to podcastone.com.au or download the Podcast One app.